Yo, I am convinced that Kelly Rowland and Sierra Wilson have lost their ever-loving mind. W-T-F. Okay? And it's kind of funny because for all the stuff that's going on around me and and um, stuff I'm taking care of, you know, even though I'm listening in the background and, and doing stuff, I kept hearing about this stuff about forgiving um, Kelly Rowland, forgiving Chris Brown, and it wasn't really coming up in the titles of the things I, I see or coming up on my algorithm. So I was like, what What are they talking about? So finally, I don't know what it was. Somebody had it in the description. Oh, yeah, I think it was TMZ. TMZ popped up. And so I'm listening to it. I'm like, what is she talking about? Because she's just like, we need to practice grace. Everybody makes mistakes. We're all human. And I'm like, I don't know. What is she talking about? And there's that G word again, grace, which is an interesting, fascinating term to me, considering it it falls under, you know, the religious man-made construct. And um, I have my theories on who grace is for and... uh, so then in the upper right hand corner at the end of the TMZ video, you know how it suggests other movie other videos for you. I'm like it says Sierra joins Kelly Rowland in supporting Chris Brown. I'm like, what is going on? So I click on it. And in that description, it talks about how both of them are saying that we should forgive Chris Brown for physically brutalizing and assaulting Rihanna. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to get off on the gravy train right here. Right here. Now, what is so interesting is that the video or the podcast right before this one or two, right before this one, I was talking about how you can have the prettiest girl just glammed up, you know, hair done, nails done, very feminine, soft-spoken. But if you close your eyes, you start to hear that they're male-identified. And those are two examples of where the messaging is male-identified. And here, let me break down why. I think this is a problem on a way grander scale. First of all, are Sierra and Kelly Rowland going to be doing this at the dock while the all-white party leaves, you know, all-white party boat leaves without their black asses on the boat? I'm just, I'm asking for a friend, right? Um, Is, is this going to be with them outside of the club that Chris Brown doesn't allow black women into his, you know, into his vicinity? Is that, is that, is that where they're doing this from? Because I can guarantee you he's definitely not affording them the same grace that they're willing to extend to him. Here's here's where the bigger problem lies for me. Um, it fascinates me because what it's going to come down to is who do we take solidarity for with, right? Who are we taking solidarity with? And so the bigger message is sending that you know, I've talked about the sisterhood. You would think that as women, they would identify. We all saw the photos of how he pummeled the ish out of, out of Rihanna. 
I stopped listening to his music. We used to, I remember running, uh, driving down the freeway, going to work, you know, and I'd be playing Run It. But baby, even at my young age, at that point, like figuring out that what he did to her, unforgivable, unfreaking forgivable. And um, the bigger picture, I think, too, is the message that it sends to all women. And it's disheartening. When I tell you I have no problem, if if I'm going to be, you know, just a little petty given the circumstances, I never really listened to Kelly Verlin's music anyways, everything short of like Destiny's Child. But I think with um, Sierra, yeah, no, I'm going to like greatly reduce my consumption of her music. I do not. And so this is why I even talked about I'm just going to get off of the gravy chain, gravy train here because I can go with you up to a certain point and at some point I'm just going to get. So I think it's great that she leveled up. I think that she it's great that she's happily married and with her family and um I'm glad that she did her prayer, but this is where <laughs> you and I go apart our separate ways, right? Um, I, wherever this thing, this place is that they're, whatever it is that they're doing or where they're going, I'm not going. I'm not with it. Um, <clears throat> And again, I think part of what um gets me to, and I, I want to just kind of circle back to this at some point in time, is these words like grace and forgiveness are man-made constructs surrounding religion, right? When you hear these terms forgive and grace, it's it's they're made up by men. And you kind of have to think, I, I've talked about this before. If I were a white male or a white female, I would be a Bible thumper. You saw what happened with um Chloe. And Chloe is a perfect example of what I mean when you're in dominant society and you have an instrument or, in, you know, um, a system in place to dominate people. That's exactly what what that is for. So when Chloe was being accused of being racist, she puts out a, a statement saying, love thy racist neighbor. She's enforcing part of that programming. And that's exactly how it plays out when when you have um this this um code book of codes saying that you need to submit to your master and the slave needs to submit to their master and the woman needs to submit to the man that's not that it's not in my best interest as a as a woman as a black woman as a black person to go and co-sign on me submitting to a master it's just it's not now, if I were white, I can absolutely see why you would want to be a Christian and why you want to come pray for me and why you want to convert me over to you. Because even when you think about the verses like um, turning the other cheek, right? It doesn't say thou shalt not slap someone in the cheek. No, it doesn't say that. It doesn't get to the core root of the problem of why you have to turn the cheek in the first place. It allows dominant society to go around slapping TF out of everybody's cheeks. And your dummy is going to be like, oh, I'm going to just turn the other cheek. <laughs> yeah, no, whatever this is, I'm not going. I am really disappointed in um, Kelly and um, Sierra's response to this. Um And and again, I you know, it could be my scorpionic side. I don't forgive stuff. 
I don't. And I think that some things are so egregious, like I don't think he should be forgiven. And here's the part, because like I said, I will even try to think from the other perspectives to just kind of double check, you know, am I going to double down and be 10 toes down with this? And what makes me double down on this is not just, you know, because it's one thing if if you do that type of behavior, you know, where there's domestic violence involved. And I think that there's, this is interesting given the, the conversations we're still having surrounding domestic violence, right? Um, Here in 2022, it would have been one thing if it's kind of like, you know, his mom didn't teach him any better. His pappy didn't teach him nothing better, you know, and and everything surrounding that. I don't even know that he did an apology. Here's here's the um what adds fuel to the flame, right? Fuel to the fire for me. It's his continual denigration of black women for me. So every year he makes it his his um life mission to show black women his whole entire his whole entire ass. He steady stays denigrating black women, you know, because I guarantee you Kelly Rowland would have not been on his boat for the all white party. And this is another interesting thing, too, because um, when you start to understand a, ma- a male's nature, and I think um, listening to Priscilla kind of helps me understand things even that much more better. When you understand the inherent nature of males, they are very opportunistic, right? So it is to his benefit and to his advantage to be on good terms with a black woman like Kelly Rowland or a black woman like Sierra Wilson, right? Because he can make music with them. He can collab with them. They are celebrities but I can tell you if these women were at the mall trying to get into his all-white parties and trying to get into the concert areas where it's exclusively only for non-melanated they would have had a problem getting in if they didn't if they didn't show up with their entourage or their bodyguards to kind of make it seem like it's them they would have been out here on the dock watching the all-white party boat leave all all of us and and so he he steady stays denigrating black women he did it earlier this year he did it like last year he's gonna do it again next year and um yeah just really disappointed with um their stance on this and i'm trying to think so kelly and um sierra they haven't been the recipients of domestic violence i haven't either but I feel like, you know, if we're supposed to have some type of a sisterhood, that has to count for something. Because then it starts to seem like, well, it didn't happen to me. So, you know, you need to practice to forgive him. Which takes me back to that whole, you know, Christian grace and um, forgiveness thing. Because trust and believe Rihanna is not the first one that has been brutalized and the church is so quick to tell the woman just forgive him pray for him you know 
and and afford him that that type of um luxury um there are countless stories of women that have you know been taken advantage of have been brutalized i've talked about the relationship of domestic violence in the churches the black church will never ever address what they consider to be um domestic discipline or domestic violence in fact they're one of the greatest insiders of domestic violence they encourage women that are abused to go back to their husbands because they don't want to break up a family and as as if it wasn't already hard enough for women it takes at least five to seven times attempted times for them to leave a toxic abusive relationship here comes your pastor here comes your elder let's pray about it forgive him you know, and ending on a somewhat lighter note, I was listening to um, Taylor Tom- Tomlinson. Tomlinson, she's a comedian, and um, she's I like her, the way that her mind works. But um, she was showing a clip of her engaging with with a woman. It was it was a Caucasian woman, and uh, she asked the person something along the lines of, or it came up that the person had cheated on her, and Taylor said, well, how did you feel about that? And she said, well, I figured that he needed it. And so Taylor was like, that's interesting. So you felt that you're okay with this man having to cheat on you to figure out, you know, how to be a better person and that you're a person of value. And so it's just kind of like, hmm, you know, let me just go (laughs) do that. And so that's kind of the way I see it too. It's like, we, I don't know, I, I just feel like in 2022, mm, I, I really do have a problem with it. I would say either just keep your mouth shut, like especially with Sierra coming on the bandwagon with this one. I feel like she should just sit this one out, you know, type of a thing. I don't, oh, I know what, what it was with um with Kelly too, because I'm like, why is she randomly on TMZ talking about this? I would just sit this out. But what happened is she was receiving the award for for Chris Brown and there were there was booing. And and you know what? I think that that even says a lot too, because that tells me that the tipping point, sometimes I would like to say that oh, we live in a patriarchal society where, you know, it's just always in the favor of men to, you know, do that type of thing. But we're in an era where I I love this younger generation. Y'all are not going to let anything slip past you at this point. There is no, you know, think wisely how you're going to proceed and make your next step because I think that the booing is still kind of, you know, those people who were strong enough to still make their sentiments be known that we don't support people who beat women. And I think that that is um, a good way for me to end with this note, because I've been talking about um, how there was a phenomena that I learned about in um, at university and they were teaching us, I don't remember the case, but a lot of you that have taken psychology remember that one case where there was a woman that was stabbed to death um, in the projects. And it was one of those things where the walls were paper thin, her window was open and people 
from surrounding areas remember hearing her screaming asking for help and this went on for a good like two to five minutes it went on for a really long time no one called the police no one intervened none of her neighbors tried to help her and she went on and I've been talking about how we still have those behaviors where you can have someone like Kanye denigrate a black woman tell her she doesn't have a seat at the at the table you know, and he meant that he said that with his whole entire chest, but he's another one of those individuals who's very misogynistic. He is, he will steady state telling you he doesn't like black women. And it's one of those things where I just lost my train of thought. Um, cause we were talking about how both of them stay showing their ass, right? Um, and so what disturbed me is that however many people comprised of both men and women were sitting at that table, sitting in the meeting, and for three hours, no one there came to her defense or tried to make it a more humane situation. It's kind of like, listen, if you don't want her on the project, then have her leave the room. You know, if you need to fire her, send her on her way to HR to fill out the paperwork, but don't have her sit in a corner you know, for three hours and then use berating language about not having a seat at the table. It's completely inhumane. Three hours, y'all. So I think that it takes courage for you to be in something, you know, to, to a certain degree, right? Um, have that happen and you're one of very few people that are booing, but it still shows your sentiments. You're not going to be just bullied or fall under um, celebrity um, fandom and type of thing and, and just go with the flow. So with that being said, as much as I want to, you know, be rooting for like Kelly and Sierra, this is where I draw a line because if anything, I stand with, I, I do not condone um, or ever, ever see myself condoning. I have godchildren. I have goddaughters. I have a niece. Ain't no way on this green earth I will ever condone what Chris Brown did. If part of being a celebrity means that you're responsible with your platform, then they can find other language. But I don't think using the terms like grace and forgiveness and um, I I actually could go back and listen to what Sierra said, but she was kind of like, oh, he's a celebrity. I mean, not a celebrity. He's a great artist. He's a great music maker. I don't give a fuck, okay? No. What he did is not to be condoned at all. And And the tragedy, too, is how they're handling it, I think, even given that he has a daughter. You know? And... <laughs> it's even things like you would think after the birth of his daughter, he would try to be more intentional about how he engages with women, period. Um, And the messages that he's sending and um, even to own it, you know, own it and be accountable for his actions. So, and, and it's kind of weird too. I don't know if, um, Part of it has to do with Ke Kelly having a son. And so she feels like that could be her son. And so now she's trying to think, well, if that were my son, I would um, 
want people to be show him grace. And same thing with Sierra. She has sons too. So it's just kind of like falling into that um, male worship pattern. Um, and again, I think when the key terms there are like male worship and also um, male identified. Because I want you to remember, it's like, why is she choosing to put the that image of a man over the image of the woman at her own expense, right? Because this is not like they're saying something about an upstanding type of man that has been known to uh, uplift women or black women. This is someone who brutalized Rihanna. Like, I mean, and, and, and it's, it's not even so much that I'm, you know, the biggest fan of Rihanna or anything too. I think she's a great, you know, she has made a name for herself and, going through life and making her choices it's the fact that he did that to a woman is what it comes down to for me which I hope is a point that you're taking away it's like me as a woman I'm not gonna co-sign on any man brutalizing any woman so that's it and that's all until the next one bye one more thing I wanted to add about this this the what Kelly Rowland did when she accepted the award for Chris Brown is what a lot of us do. For one, I don't think it's our job to defend those types of men's honor, right? And a lot of black women, including myself, and I had to catch myself and learn this too. What would end up happening is I, you know, make sure that I'm an upstanding citizen, right? That I um, pay attention to my emotions. I'm not out here toe-tagging people. I don't have a criminal record. Um, respectable, professional, articulate for the most part, right? Um, and enjoy being a, a daughter and a sister and an auntie and a friend, right? Sometimes a lover, and we take our good name and our good image and we're willing to cast the, the pearls before the swine to protect his image. When again, he wouldn't even do that too. Same thing with Sierra, you know, for the most part, it's like, here, let me take the hits for you. Let me use my, and so it's kind of like now a lot of people, when we, when we really should be saying this is true, he should continue to be held accountable for what he did. Instead of doing that, they say, well, if someone that's really, you know, America's sweetheart like Kelly Rowland and she's never hurt so much as a fly and Sierra is such a good girl. She leveled up and we love her and her family. You know, if, if they if they can find it in their heart, then maybe the rest of us could. And but a lot of us black women do that. And I've talked about I don't remember exactly which podcast it was. But I remember coming to a, a point where it's even things like, no, I'm not going to use my good name for this. Keep my good name out of this. You know, like I said, if, if there's someone that warrants, you know, me saying like, yeah, you're really out of line, you're really out of pocket. I think it was when we were talking about the um, the time that we burnt down, um, and I say we, the collective, uh. I did a podcast on this, but come to find out the guy had 14 warrants. And so now you want me to take my good image to my professional workplace and start to just 
you know, be giving people at work side eye type of thing because they they don't see anything wrong with with, you know, and I'm not saying that he should have been um, brutalized by the police. My whole thing is if I'm going to talk about police brutality, it's going to be for an upstanding father or an upstanding citizen or someone with a clean slate and. Just another thing that really aggravated me with me with that too, where where were all those people? Where was the church when he had to pay his first warrant and his second warrant and his third warrant and his fourth? And they even talked about in the article that he had two homes. So, you know, and, and again, they stated in the article that he had two homes. So it wasn't a matter of money. It was just direct defiance. He didn't want to pay the, the warrants. And he kept repeating the offenses 14 times. And so all of these people sit on their hands, didn't encourage him to go down to the courthouse and pay the 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 fine so he could have the warrant removed because it was for stupid stuff, right? And I feel like to me, for me, I just take into account, okay, I know my name has value. I know it has worth. I know that people are going to give lend credence to my point of view because I've made sure to protect my reputation and honor my reputation and honor my image and make sure that it's not um, tarnished and to make sure that I can be a reliable source, a credible source. So I'm not just going to just throw it away on someone like Chris Brown. Listen, like I said, I'm not, whatever that whole energy is, I'm not going, um, and that's it. <laughs>